Welcome to this episode of Musings of the Sacred, hosted by William Catling and produced by myself, Gillette Cervantes. Each week, we focus on thoughtful ways to engage the life, the natural world, and God. This is the sixth episode of season two, and it's following the theme of truth that we've been covering. This episode is what it means to be true. We're exploring the idea of true, what it means to have a true life, to find your true self, what is the true path or the true way. And to be true has many meanings, which is helpful, because to be true means to be firm or reliable. It means to be stable or faithful. If someone is true, they're trustworthy or they're assured and established. Uh, Trueness also means to be certain or to be right or sure. It also implies there's a genuine quality to the person or situation. Trueness also means it's accurate, real, or actual. And also, to be true means to be loyal. It also includes this idea of being correctly aligned or something that's verifiable or literal. Uh, It's authentic, sincere, and dependable. This is quite a list of positive attributes, any of which carry a sense of stability, of something that can be depended on and foundational at its core. Trueness is an essential part of the foundation our lives are based upon. Many of these things are missing in our families of origin or in our school and early childhood experiences. How can we learn what is true when we do not have a basis for understanding how it really works in life? Trueness can be found in small pieces, like when a good friend holds a secret even when they're pressured to tell, or a teacher who creates a positive environment where everyone learns. Trueness can be found at home when a parent holds a line with love and a care and affirms the child's core being. You can also find trueness when a job is well done and it's noticed and complimented. A true life is built stone by stone out of experiences that support the inner reality of the person, that solidify what real love looks like, that exemplify a sense of peace or belonging, that bring a smile even in the midst of life's daily challenges. To live our true life is risky It means we offer support, we provide real love, we offer belonging, we emanate a peaceful life, and we have a genuine smile when things are tough, and we give compliments when there is a job well done. True life comes to those who offer trueness to others, who engage in the process of wholeness for themselves and those they care for. To be true is to live true. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 20, it says, Now man called his wife Eve because she was the mother of all the living. Living true is being a part of all living things, connected to the larger ecosystem, the entire planet, and the cosmos. All of life interacts. Any system that is disrupted affects others in vital and important ways. When our water system is poisoned, it impacts all of the life on the planet, bringing illness and harm. 
When we blatantly corrupt the natural environment, it impacts our quality of life with higher rates of damage as the corruption expands. When during the pandemic, there was less air and sea travel and fewer cars on the road, the atmosphere and waters began to clean themselves. Whenever positive actions are taken, they ripple out waves of repair and improvement in stark contrast to the damage that follows system disruption. As in the quote from Genesis, in this verse, the word living in Hebrew has a beautiful set of meanings. Living or alive in the following ways. It means green as a vegetation. It means flowing or fresh as of water, lively and active as of humanity, and reviving like the springtime each year. Living true means that we grow with a richness like green plants. We flow like fresh water, reflecting light and making sounds as we move over rocks or crash like waves on the shore. We are filled with energy, active and fully human, and we revive like the rebirth of each spring. This is what truly living entails, growing, flowing, active, and reviving. In finding our true life, there are signs to look for as we try and identify how it is different from a false life. It should be life-giving rather than debilitating moving with clarity and beauty rather than murky and stagnant, should be active and vibrant rather than sluggish and sedentary, and life should be bursting with newness rather than fruitless and frail. True living looks like a vineyard in spring and early summer, bursting with new growth and budding fruit. Look for signs of life and nurture them within you. Enter into activities that are life-producing and clean up the disruptive elements that threaten your health and the health of your community. To be truly alive means being in the present. It's where you live, not in the past and trying to relive moments or times when life did not go as planned, and not in the future where our worry and anxieties wrestle with what has not happened yet, but it might this is not as simple as it sounds, or as easy as it is to say this. Living in the present requires a tremendous amount of discipline. To hear what is happening right now. To see what is right in front of us. To acknowledge how we feel and where we are. This is something that needs to be practiced daily. To be present when someone is sharing. To truly listen to what they are saying. To pay attention. True life happens in each moment, each hour, and each day as we fully connect ourselves to it. True life expects us to show up, to be on time, to give it our best effort, and also to relax into it. To trust in the Spirit to guide us as we encounter life moment by moment. It is a wonderful paradox that we can never fully grasp each moment, and yet each moment is the very thing we long to embrace. So, true life happens around us, through us, and within us. It changes like the seasons, and we ebb and flow with it. The intensity of our connectedness has its own rhythm. 
Each day we pay close attention for moments. Then other moments we might daydream, letting our minds wander creatively. Or we might escape into a narrative when we read a story or watch a show. And later we may have important conversations where we listen, we observe, we feel deeply, and then we let it all go as we rest, nap, and sleep. If a true life were to be examined like a tree that has been cut down, there'll be patterns of light and dark, rest and effort, like the tree rings revealing the seasonal changes of life. Do not let the work of being true become another thing on your to-do list. Living true should be natural, flexible, and part of the Spirit's work within us. Not the result of our false self-efforts to become something important, or we can tell others how to live, but true life is a humble quietness that is in transformation, solely maturing each season. Living true is living in an authentic way. Our external and internal selves are congruent, aligned, and honest. It means that we are genuine about where we are in our life journey. The freedoms of living true take time to develop, and they slowly become habits that are established by practicing the presence of God, of being present, and of trusting that things will work out. Our initial construct of self is often referred to as the false self or ego. It takes time to be built, and it takes time to be unbuilt. Being true to the way we were created takes time to figure out, to unlearn being critical, to unlearn being right, and to unlearn being the center. Rarely does true living happen easily or without suffering. Our suffering is key to letting go, to releasing life into the hands of the one who made us, who understands how much it costs to loosen the hold of power and position. There was once a very wise man who taught discipline through the martial arts. One day he was walking across the city, and on the street he was starting down, there was a fight. His young followers were so excited to see him take down the fighters and urged him to show off his skills. Without a word, he turned up one block and continued on his way, avoiding the fight altogether. His young followers were very disappointed and told him of their feelings. He quietly informed them that the art of choosing the path is more important than engaging in a fight that is not yours. How often do we find ourselves embroiled in situations that are not ours? Somehow we think because we feel powerful, then we should use that power to fix others. It may be that it is more important to find a path that takes us towards our destination rather than getting entangled in someone else's trouble. Living truly means that we use our discernment to know which path to take, which fight to get involved with, who we should have time for, where we should be heading, and what is the best path for us. Our prayer should be seeking wisdom and discernment, not for promotion and power. According to many of the gospel parables, the kingdom of God is made up of children, farmers, old women and shepherds, people who serve and plant and play, not people of status and position. True life is humble and content. 
today as we wrap up our episodes exploring what it means to be true, to find our true home, to rediscover our true food, to look at our true self, and to explore what living a true life could be. As we look at how we align ourselves with ideas and thoughts that hold us to our true course, they're a phrase that people use to keep them oriented in the right direction. They refer to it being their true north. True north is an orienting point, a fixed place in this spinning world that helps us stay on track. It is derived from our most deeply held beliefs and values. It is our internal compass that helps us to trust our inner knowledge for direction. True north is a spiritual direction, one that orients us towards wholeness, peace, and stability. We use our own true north when we face multiple options and choices before us that could take us in very different directions. How do we know which way to choose? Our friend Winnie the Pooh would say that when we know our true food is calling, it will lead us towards our true home or where we truly belong. Our true self calls to us like the voice of a stranger that longs to become our best friend. Our true life is found when we realize that everything is connected in the world and the way we treat it directly impacts our lives. As we begin to trust in this true life, this true way of knowing and of being, we learn to make choices with confidence in our true north, pointing us in the right direction. As we mature into true living, we also accept the results of our choices as being our own. We accept that life is what we choose it to be. We see the work of God in the world and know that he is big enough to hold us all. And yet our name is known and our lives matter. So be true to what you know and live pointing to your true north.